Welcome to Brains, Bibles, and Beyond, where we discuss theology and worldview apologetics. I'm Nate Day with Think Like Christ Ministries, and I'm here with our resident theologian, Joel Willoughby, with Brains and Bibles. If you would like more information about our ministries, check out our websites, brainsandbibles.com and thinklikechrist.org. And on whatever platform you are using, please like, share, subscribe, do whatever else you know you should do to help us out. If you have any questions, send them to podcast at thinklikechrist.org. And all you budding theologians out there, go grab your favorite theological coffee receptacle and enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, we are about to watch our last uh, interview on methods of evangelism. Mm -hmm. This is an interview that Joel did uh, with the missionary at a missions conference he was at here a few months ago. Mm. And anyway, Joel's back with us here today. So Joel, uh, uh, this missionary is from Brazil, right? Yeah, yeah. Diego Ramos, real great guy. Uh, met his wife, kids there. We had a good time serving together um, and uh, both part of this, this bigger group, kind of a round robin missions deal there over in uh, Boise, Idaho area. And so really enjoyed it. Really great guy. I want you guys to pay attention and listen to what he has to say about uh, the methods of evangelism. And then what's really cool is our next episode, uh, we're going to kind of wrap up all these interviews together and kind of make some common points. Yeah. So this is great. Uh, you guys talk about just um, some of the common methods that he uses. And uh, start listening to this because you're going to notice a few things that are very similar to the other interviews that we've yeah. done or that mm -hmm. you've done. And uh, yeah, so we're just going to get right into it, listen to the interview, and we will have another episode where Joel and I kind of discuss through all these different methods that have been brought up, and uh, maybe some ones that weren't brought up, so enjoy. Hello and welcome everybody, this is Brains, Bibles, and Beyond. I'm Joel Willoughby here. My normal co-partner, Nate Day, is not able to join us because we are out in Idaho, out in the, the great state of Idaho. And uh, boy, it is beautiful out here. Um, and I, I think of the song, America the Beautiful. It's like all the things in the song, you know, the mountains, the majesty, and the amber waves of grain. And I'm like, this is this place. This is where I'm at. <laughs> you know? uh, but anyways, I have a great guest here today, uh, Diego Ramos. Did I say that correctly? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I know I, I end up butchering many languages, so I, <laughs> I try to be very careful. I'm only good at one of them. In the whole world, only one language. So. Uh, anyways, uh, tell us a little bit about your ministry over in Brazil, what you're involved with when you started, um, and just uh, kind of a, a normal structure of what you do. Yeah, uh, uh, I had the, the privilege to study in, in America in, at the Math Seminary from 2011 to 2014, and then headed back to Brazil right after I finished my MDiv there. Mm -hmm. uh, and my first ministry involvement with, uh, with uh, theological education I was uh, uh, a teacher at several seminaries in this in my st in my home state. Cool. And uh, that's that lasted for the first, especially for the first five years since we were being back there. Uh, but in the last uh, two years, uh, uh, I've been more involved with uh, uh, church leadership as a senior pastor and uh, 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 leadership development in the local church level. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you're married with kids. Yes, uh, I, my wife Kezia. Some some people find that hard to pronounce, but it's uh, it's one of Job's daughters. Uh, it's Job 42, I think, mentioned. So it's a very uh, spiritual it, name. Yeah, okay. it, it is. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, 
thinking years, and uh, we have two kids, uh, Joanna and Olivia. Uh, awesome. Joanna's 12, Olivia's 7. Yeah. And they're yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. And they've, uh, they've really taken to uh, my daughters, in particular my little baby girl. Yeah. Uh, she's, yeah. a, she's 11 months just yesterday, actually, mm -hmm. little Hannah. And yeah, uh, yeah so they, she's just a cute little chubby baby. And uh, <laughs> they've, they've really taken to us. It's been pretty funny. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I really want to talk today about evangelism. Okay. okay, so obviously this is one of the most fundamental things that we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the, the very few things that only happens on this earth. Mm -hmm. You know, once, uh, once we're gone, that's it. No more evangelism. Mm -hmm. So um, I appreciate the idea of urgency there with that. Uh, and so we want to talk a little bit about what works and what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so let's start with what doesn't work mm -hmm. and maybe uh, where you've been with those sort of methods. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I have lived in two areas of my state. And uh, in, in, I have lived in a big city, Fortaleza, which is the capital of our state. It's a, a city with 2.5 million people. Mm, uh, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. So one thing that uh, doesn't work uh, in Fort Lizzie anymore is door-to-door -door evangelism, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, yeah, we've, we've uh, seen some street uh, and uh, even a bus evangelism, <laughs> like uh, somebody hops into a bus and uh, okay. uh, starts preaching the gospel and the uh, people are stuck with you for, 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 <laughs> for, for some time. Yeah, okay, so you're talking about like just yeah. a city bus. Yes, yes. So, so it has to make all cool stops. Yes. So a guy like you <laughs> might just hop on and just start preaching. Yeah. yeah. And they, can, they don't do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Nobody yeah. stops you. No, no, yeah, no. That's so, interesting. Yeah, some, <laughs> some, some people jump in to sell candies uh, to make a living or uh, uh, that sort. Okay. And uh, some people uh, huh. just hop on the bus and, and start preaching the gospel. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to, I used to actually teach on a moving bus. Yeah. Um, this was when uh, the old bus ministry in, in Ohio is where I was. And we went to another town, next town over, and we'd go pick up a whole bunch of kids mm -hmm. and bring them to church. And so what I would do is, uh, from the last kid we picked up to getting back to the church, we had about a solid uh, 15, maybe 20 minutes, okay. somewhere in there. And so, uh, usually about 15, but I would use that time to teach. And what I noticed is, I can't hold my Bible up. Mm -hmm. I have to know what I'm saying, like completely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're going... Yeah. <laughs> and so you got to know how to hold on, speak so that everyone can hear you. It, it, it's a challenging thing. Yeah, and, uh, and today uh, it's more difficult to get people's attention because everybody is with earbuds. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. listen to some music or listen to that. You really have to, yeah, you're going to have some, atten some attention from some of, especially some of the older people who, mm -hmm. who are not used to being listening to music on their sure. smartphones, yeah. So you've done, you've done this? Uh, no, I'm not. I, it's, uh, my personality it's more like a relational uh, mm -hmm. evangelism, like uh, okay. develop a relationship with someone. And uh, uh, I, I'm a preacher, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm shy, <laughs> you know. Like so, this uh, this takes a lot of energy, and uh, that's yes. just not uh, what works for me as uh, personally. We're all yeah. made different. Yes. So, have you seen this to be like not you, but other people? Mm -hmm. Have you seen this to be an effective? Method of evangelism. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to to measure the results of that because uh, yeah, the the people who listen to you are generally just uh, hop out of the bus and next stop, and uh, you really don't have how to track mm. those things. There's not really much follow up. Yeah, there no, or anything. no, yeah. So okay. in in that sense, I would not say it is uh, effective, 
but uh, uh, who knows uh, yes. what the Lord will do with right. that, uh, that five minutes that you had talking about the gospel to those mm -hmm. people, and then it might raise their curiosity and they visit our church next Sunday. And uh, yeah, because yeah. of that, yeah. So well, I like to think you yeah. really have so much time, energy, you know, all our resources, they're, yeah. they're limited. Yeah. And so even though just about anything can work mm -hmm. to some degree, yes. mm -hmm. you know, I, I want to invest in the things mm -hmm. that actually have the most fruit, yeah. potentially at least. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's interesting. Now you mentioned another, you said street evangelism. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what would you have in mind in a Brazilian context? Yeah. What, what would happen there? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in the city that we first lived in, Fort Lizard, that would mean to go into a public square uh, uh, where there is a lot of movement of people or people just sitting down uh, in the, the benches of the, mm -hmm. the square and uh, having a, a speaker and uh, a microphone and then start speaking. That's what I have in mind when I talk okay. about street evangelism. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, talk, uh, uh, but I, I mentioned in the beginning that uh, I lived in two places, and mm -hmm. the, the places where we live now is very different from Fort Lisa. We live in a town of about uh, 6,000 to 8,000 people uh, population. Like uh, kind of like the country? Yeah, it's it's on the coast uh, okay. as well, awesome. uh, so just like Fort Lisa. Uh, it's very touristic in, in a certain sense uh, it, uh, with because of kite surfing. Uh, and it has grown significantly, and uh, some of the culture of work and uh, busyness of people uh, uh, it uh, has transferred from the big city to there. So, uh, in that sense, like door-to-door -door evangelism is more difficult to do in these days. But uh, as a church, we have some target communities, like which are like 20 miles away from where we are, which are very, very small towns. Uh, mm -hmm. places with few houses and in those places uh, uh, we uh, twice a month we go uh, we have uh, I have been there a few times and a lot of men and women from our church go there uh, to do door-to-door -door evangelism mm -hmm. that's uh, the old-fashioned way like the old yeah. uh, because people in those places are more uh, uh, involved with uh, uh, agriculture and they though they are early uh, mm -hmm. workers and they are uh, spend uh, for a, a great deal a great part of the day at home so it's easier to do that in, in that context. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah this, this goes back to another I think uh, key idea of evangelism mm -hmm. and that is you just have to know the culture you have to know the yeah. people the situation mm -hmm. uh, and even something like America when you know really big that's not the same culture everywhere. There's all sorts of different, you know, you have north, south, east, west, central, and even then you have more the urban or the rural, yeah, and yeah. there's all sorts of different things. And, and I, I'm sh I know, I know that's true in Brazil as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's lots of different types of little cultures mm -hmm. that are all around there. Uh, I think for some people that may not know, uh, Brazil is a very developed country. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they have uh, much of the same that we do. Mm -hmm. And, not, you know, not quite as luxurious as America, you know, not much is, right, but uh, but doing very well. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that, that kind of adds to it, too. You use lots of technology and things and um, uh, very similar in that sense. It, what also attracts me to Brazil, which is kind of an interesting idea here, is that, you know, America, we've always, for a long time anyways, been the leader in sending out missionaries around the world. But Brazil now is uh, the, the, the country that sends out the second most yeah. missionaries. I think it's really neat. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah the, the gospel.
gospel has really picked up in Brazil in the last, I would like to say, in the last five decades. Mm. Uh, we have a we we, uh, we had we had missionaries coming to Brazil uh, since John Calvin, like since the 1500s. No, uh, no. But the the bulk of the missionary movement coming to Brazil really picked up on the turn of the century, the 20th century. Okay. And has really started making, uh, in effect, the seed of the gospel has really started to uh, to uh, give fruit, take in, root, in, yeah, take yeah. root and give fruit in the in the I would say in the past five decades. And so, uh, the Brazil was born as a as a, a Catholic country, yeah, like because it was uh, founded uh, discovered by Portugal, a Catholic nation, uh, and it was like that until I would say the 1950s. 95 percent of the population was Catholic, still Catholic. Mm -hmm. And today, uh, Catholic has come come down to 50 to 55 percent. Still okay. the biggest, still the biggest Catholic nation in the world. Uh, but the evangelical, the Protestants, have grown to 35 percent of the population. Wow! And so Brazil has become really uh, uh, a largely uh, a large evangelical country, and uh, and has especially some regions of the the, the country like where I live. Have stopped being uh, uh, receivers of missionaries to being senders of missionaries That's really uh, great. to other parts of Brazil and even to other parts of the world. So uh, it's really neat, really neat to to see what God has uh, uh, worked in Brazil and uh, like uh, some great efforts being done uh, like a hundred years ago, 150 years ago, and now it's really taking root and uh, mm -hmm. actually Brazil uh, uh, doing the, the, the natural thing that is expected of disciples yes. is to make new disciples. Yes. Yeah. Planting yeah. those churches and yes. things. Yeah. And, so, and here you are, a national of Brazil, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, doing the work, which yeah. is really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, I even heard that a lot of missionaries coming from Brazil are actually going to America mm -hmm. and yeah. reaching the uh, Brazilian people groups that are scattered yeah. all through America. Yeah. Um, and and it, you know, it really comes down to my ministry, mm -hmm. uh, just recognizing how dark America is getting. Yeah. You know, Brazil's on the rise, mm -hmm. America's on the decline, mm -hmm. and I think it's going to be really soon mm -hmm. that Brazil, uh, well, one of the countries that's going to actually overtake America, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you know, who knows that Brazil might be the big spotlight mm -hmm. of Christianity here real soon. Yeah, yeah, within our lifetimes. Yeah, well, we have uh, big populations of Brazil, as you mentioned, uh, like in. in States like Massachusetts and Florida; yeah. those are the big uh, Brazilian populations. Uh, but uh, as you as you mentioned about Brazil really becoming a missionary force, there is one thing that uh, uh, I have seen in discussion in missions conferences mm -hmm. in Brazil is uh, the fact that Brazil has been in its history a very peaceful and neutral country in terms of world's geopolitics. And uh, and so the Brazilians are well received in pretty much any place in the world, mm. uh, except in Argentina because of the soccer mm. rivalry. Oh, <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah but no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But uh, yeah, but uh, uh, Brazilians are loved uh, all over the world, especially because of soccer. Yeah, like uh, mm. anywhere we go, it's Brazil, and they start uh, saying some names of soccer players: uh, Pelé, Ronaldo, and yeah, those, yeah. those names because they. Uh, they love soccer and uh, and uh, like uh, America has been involved in many conflicts in the world. So in some part of the world, uh, where Americans uh, would would uh, would be 
not well received and right. probably hard to get. Uh, Brazilians are well mm -hmm. received, and so uh, we've seen uh, uh, missions agencies in America cooperating with Brazilians uh, to send to some countries that where the Americans would not be well yeah. received because of those uh, geopolitical uh, issues. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I didn't really think about yeah. it that way, uh, so I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. So, what would be if you would pick the ideal way? Um, you know, if every if you could have it your way, right? Yeah. Ideally, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, sharing the gospel uh, in Brazil and in America mm -hmm. would would there be a different thing that would be happening? Would it be the same? And, and what would it be? Well, I I really believe in relational friendship evangelism okay where you uh, establish connections with co-workers or neighbors and uh, start blessing their lives uh, with your own life and uh, just uh, uh, creating opportunities to have some spiritual conversations I think mm -hmm. that is the, the that what what goes deeper in in, uh, in the in people's hearts is to see the Christian love that we have received from God uh, being uh, passed on to other people and uh, maybe raising curiosity. Why does this person act with, uh, act with me this way? Why does this person acting work this way? And uh, and uh, that, that curiosity would not is not the gospel, uh, but it uh, uh, creates opportunities mm -hmm. for for gospel. Uh, to share the gospel, and I, I really believe in, in in this relational evangelism. So that I, I, uh, that's uh, I think the way it ought to be. Sometimes uh, uh, we, uh, uh, because of our uh, because we're shy or something, uh, we want to 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 hide in in, in big movements like uh, with a. Uh, Going with a, a group of people on the streets, and uh, and, uh, and, so, and that's in some way we can yeah. uh, 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 overcome some of our fears. Uh, and a little hurt, yeah, yeah because yeah. a little hurt. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I I some I I see I see there's a, there are limitations in the the effects of that kind of yes. evangelism. Which yeah. yeah, I think some people can kind of hide away in yes. that yes. and find little pockets that. Yeah. To not do as much in, and maybe it's a good way to start, mm -hmm. just to build yeah. some confidence. You yeah. can hear it. Yeah, I want to see and hear somebody do it. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, that's really good. But yeah, you're right. Building relationships, yeah. I think, is the biggest thing, mm -hmm. and really, that's what we see um, through scripture yeah. as well. Yeah. There's relationships being built, and uh, what are you doing? Making disciples. That's yeah. a lifelong process. Mm -hmm. You're saying, I, I want you to imitate Christ to yes. the best of your God-given capacity. Well, well, that's 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 discipleship. Discipleship. I, I I used to say that uh, that the Christian life is uh, a game of imitation. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know if you have seen that movie, The Imitation Game. It's, uh, I have nothing to do but uh, with <laughs> that. But uh, the idea is uh, to to be uh, a disciple is to be an imitator, and uh, right. so we have to live a life uh, where people can see Christ in our living, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe to uh, to raise a curiosity. And to uh, that that goes for for making disciples uh, in terms of uh, uh, helping them in sanctification to see other believers grow through our example, like Paul says, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. So if you find hard to think about how Christ would act, 
maybe you can find the mature Christians where yeah, right. like, yeah that you can imitate as an example mm -hmm. as much as this follows Christ and in the same thing as we live uh, uh, the Christian life we we will raise other people's curiosity and God will reach right. the his elect those who have he had called to salvation through our example Absolutely. Yeah. and of course that's all you know, everything is founded and centered on yeah. the gospel yeah um, yeah that, that, that's really great and, and so uh, I, and I just had something I got so interested in what you're saying it actually just, just left me the, the thing in my head here but um, oh yeah this is what it was so the idea of disciple um, I, I find three words that really describe what a disciple is they, they really overlap they're almost the same exact thing really mm -hmm. uh, but you're a follower you're a learner you're an imitator yes and, and that's where it all starts with the gospel because mm -hmm. that's what Christ would do. Mm -hmm. um, and you look at how he called his disciples and how he trained them through certain things. You just live life. Yeah. You know? and mm -hmm. So anyways, yeah, so when you're building relationships, though, how would you recommend, I mean, do you think um, maybe join some kind of community hobby, uh, league, uh, sports? You know, is, is that how you're going to get things started? Yeah. Well, how would you suggest starting a relationship? Well, uh, yeah, uh, where, where we are, it's a very much... Uh, Sports-related place uh, where uh, people go in Brazil, for, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. either soccer, uh, which is very strong, like uh, uh, our. No, you mean football, right? Yeah, yeah, foot, yeah, 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 football. The we real, say soccer, real, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for <laughs> American sake, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's the real football because mm -hmm. we really use the foot. <laughs> yeah, the football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. And so, uh, so our 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 men in our church have uh, a game on every. Thursday, and uh, so, so some unbelievers go into that and said that's a way of mm -hmm. uh, building relationships. Good. Or kite surfing, like you go on the beach, and uh, uh, and uh, there are a lot of kite surfers all throughout the day, and that's a way of doing relationships. But even if not that, uh, like you, if you go to the, to the barber shop, uh, yeah, that's a way of uh, like uh, every, uh, every month I'm in the barber shop, and so that's a way of building a relationship. Uh, yeah, I, I have a, a mechanic for my car, and that's a way of, of building relationships. So those mm -hmm. kinds of things, to be intentional about uh, maybe going to the same places uh, to uh, to deepen that relationship with that person. Yeah, and right, uh, yeah, yeah, sounds and, good. And uh, I would say even sometimes we're tempted uh, to favor Christians, and uh, so yeah. I, I have something, some job to be done in my house. And uh, I, I want to favor the Christians, uh, the, the workers in my, in my church, uh, and, and that's good. Uh, that's good, and you should do that. Uh, but also think about uh, the possibility of uh, inviting an unbelieving uh, uh, worker mm -hmm. so that you can have an opportunity to build a relationship with that person. Uh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, and sometimes even for like a service, I'm thinking, well, if I hire the person in my church, mm -hmm. then that's even more tied going back to our church. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like it, yeah. uh, part of my money is going back to something I'm already, yeah. you know, believing in. Yeah. Uh, but you have to weigh that against the opportunity for the gospel. Yes. So I, I would say, you know, if you don't have anyone to share the gospel with, uh, definitely go for the unbeliever. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need to find somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and how would you go about... Going from, you know, we always start with small talk, right? You yeah. know, hey, the weather, mm -hmm. oh, how's your back? Yeah. You know, you know whatever, the, the family. Uh, we go from talking about these kind of things, mm -hmm. and how do you segue from that to the gospel? Uh, you have some ideas? Uh, yeah, uh, well, well uh, even, even if people uh, don't uh, have a, a, a clear doctrine of sin, uh, 
they they understand our world is messed up. So yeah, you, you see there's something uh, wrong around here. Yeah, yeah, you see you see violence in Brazil. There is a lot of violence, um, uh, and uh, that can be uh, some uh, a segue for the gospel when you talk about oh it's, uh, like you, you see that uh, what happened to that guy? Uh, he got robbed uh, his cell phone and and uh, the other day and uh, or uh, this, did you hear about that guy who was murdered uh, on the street? And those things can can uh, start a conversation about uh, why why is the world this way? Uh, and uh, you can you can right. explain uh, why the world is messy the way it is, and uh, people are violent the way they are, uh, and on, uh, based on the the, the, st the story of Genesis three. So that's yes. that, that's the foundation of yep. the mess we are in. Uh, it, it, we, politics is a big thing now, and, uh, and it's, uh, in Brazil we just came from uh, an election and uh, and so you talk about uh, corrupt politicians mm -hmm. and uh, you, uh, that's uh, and sometimes we use uh, politicians to think better of ourselves <laughs> because they are the really bad uh, the really bad people right and uh, and that's an opportunity to, to, to talk about the corruptions of uh, our own hearts so yeah yeah politics is a is, is in every people's mouth in, um, mm -hmm. in everyday talk and so, uh, yeah, use that not to, uh, not so that people think better of themselves because I'm not a politician, I'm a better person, mm -hmm. uh, but to, to talk about the, the corruption that marks every, everyone in mankind. Yeah. Well, even, I mean, obviously in America, mm -hmm. I mean, politics is just raging all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And I think in my lifetime, part of this is getting older, I guess, mm -hmm. but I think more and more so, uh, Everyone has a stronger political bend, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. especially in America here. And I think what tends to happen is I, I like what you said with the idea of um, yeah, aren't the politicians corrupt? Mm -hmm. We are too, yeah. you know, and kind of make that ground and, and a good basis to start. And why is that? And how does it get better? You know, that, that's the idea. Um, in, in America, what I hear most people say is how good my guys are mm -hmm. and how bad your guys are. Yeah. And they're they're not willing to say yeah they're all kind of corrupt yeah. mm -hmm. and so you know surely we we do decide that some are more corrupt yeah. than others yes. right mm -hmm. but why let that be the focus mm -hmm. you know I like your focus better mm -hmm. um, and I and I like to do that too I don't really like to make a big deal about what side I'm on kind of thing um, because really you know usually when I do vote. It, it's a lot of calculations yeah. because no one's really the ideal yeah. candidate, yeah. you know, by far. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I, talking about that can, can be a great way to get into the gospel. Well, and we are in a beautiful place as well in Brazil. And uh, so uh, people, uh, I, I have foreign people, uh, uh, contact with foreign people in Brazil in, where, in my area now, where they talk about how beautiful this, this place is. Yes. And, uh, and uh and, and that's just an opportunity to talk about the Creator. Uh, why is this right. so beautiful? Uh, and uh, I like to say about the, all the beauty that we see here in Idaho. Uh, uh, well, that's that's what was left from from the flood. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Imagine how the world was beautiful before oh, yes. the flood. That, this is what was left. This is a leftover. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, it's been twice cursed. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know what I like yeah. to do with uh, I do like to mention yeah. beauty as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll mention the sunrise, the sunset. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, there's there's music can, that can make a person cry. Yeah, um, that that's an amazing idea. 
uh, even a physical attraction, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we don't always agree on what is beautiful, mm -hmm. but the idea is that everybody is attracted to beauty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And why is that? From an mm -hmm. evolutionary standpoint, that does not make sense. Mm -hmm. There is no reason that we would have an attraction to beauty. Mm -hmm. uh, even the whole idea of reproduction, it doesn't make sense. And of course, this would be a whole other episode yeah. talking about all this. Yeah. Um, but I do like to use that and mm -hmm. segue into there has to be some sort of divine creator yeah. that made us all a little bit like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, go into that, and like you said, always going back to Genesis 1 through 3. Yeah. Um, there's a good and perfect God that made a good and perfect creation, and we failed. Yes. We messed up. But he is so great that he actually even provided a cure for it all, even before they condemned any human being. Uh, there was already a cure. Genesis 3.15, obviously, is what I'm talking about. And so I like to just walk through the first few chapters of Genesis because it's all there. Yeah, it's, everything. it's foundational. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Diego. I really appreciate you and your ministry and uh, the friendship that you've given already, uh, the conversations we've had uh, while we're here. I look forward to getting you know you better down the road, and maybe we can do some things together another time. Sure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, I got the recording, so now, now, now I'm holding you to it. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to work together. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. We'll see you.